Gift Friday! You have reached episode 54 of the Ranting Weight Watcher. I am your host, Donato Russo. I hope you enjoyed the show today. If this is your first time here and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. If the podcast app you're listening to me on allows you to rate the show, please leave a four-star or five-star rating. Any rating is greatly appreciated. Man, oh man, here we are, another Friday gone by. Can you believe it is September already? It is almost time. <laughs> People are going to freak out. It is almost time to put up Christmas decorations once again in the Russo home. <laughs> Everybody's head just exploded right now. Just <laughs> anyway, let's get into this. Journey updates. Well, guys, had a great week. A great week. Another loss, 2.2 pounds this week. And for the month of August, we end 19.8 pounds down. And total loss since January 2019 is 148 pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the next WW milestone of minus 150 is two pounds. Pounds remaining to get to the WW milestone after 150, which is the minus 175 milestone, is 27 pounds. And the pounds remaining to get to our big goal of losing 200 pounds and then reevaluating life from there is 52 pounds. Now, I want to give you guys a health update here. Now, in the process of dealing with a prostate infection, discovered a couple of things, and uh, just there were certain things happening to me that it just didn't make sense that it was coming from the prostate. So, ended up going back to urgent care and testing positive for covid on top of having a prostate infection. So at this point, as I stand here recording this episode on uh, September 1st, I am past the quarantine and I'm, I'm past the worst part of COVID. Everything is going well and now I have to try and get back into seeing a specialist to take care of the prostate infection or the prostate issue because technically the the infection is gone, but the issue still remains. It has to be investigated. It remains to be investigated, basically. I had to reschedule. I had an appointment and had to reschedule for once my quarantine was over, but now I'm on a wait list, and so I just can't see myself waiting I mean, because officially my appointment is not until November, right? So I have to 
try to either find another doctor that can see me sooner than November or continue calling week after week to try to get in to see if somebody cancels. And you know what? It just, it sucks to be on a wait list like this. And and it's really, the way my health insurance is set up is if I see doctors, it's called like tier one. So if I, because I work for a hospital, if I see doctors that are affiliated with that hospital, it's like a $20 copay. But if I see doctors that are in network with the insurance only, but not affiliated with the hospital, then we're talking about a $5,000 deductible. And if I see doctors that are not af- affiliated with the hospital and out of network with the insurance, you're talking about a $10,000 deductible. So it becomes like this balance. How long do I want to wait? Do I just deal with finding someone in network with the insurance and dealing with the copay just to try and get this investigated sooner? We'll see. But yeah, the bottom line is found out in the process of dealing with all of the prostate stuff that there were some other issues and they just didn't make sense. They didn't go together with prostate infection. So I ended up getting a COVID test, testing positive, and Saturday, what was that, the 29th, something like that, was the end of my quarantine and I was able to join the world again. And the worst is basically almost over. Well, I'm still dealing with the prostate infection. Well, investigating it, I should say. Keep saying it like that. Because I, I, I don't know what's going on with it. That's the, that's the issue. We don't know anything yet. Because I haven't been able to get to see the specialist. And until I do, I don't know what's happening with it. But that is what I've been dealing with over the past three weeks. Silver lining, though, some huge weight losses. (laughs) In dealing with COVID, there were some huge weight losses. I guess there's a silver lining. I I mean, I used to hate the people. Silver lining people, I can't stand. They make me crazy. (laughs) But I guess I have to see the silver lining here. It it has definitely helped me get back on, on the losing track. Because I was kind of like in this yo-yo in the 130s area, 130, 131, 134, back to 129. And I was, you know, going through all these things, bouncing up and down. And now here I am, two pounds away from 150 in, what was it, like a week and a half, two weeks time, call it. Hey, all we can do is live as healthy as possible and keep going. Now, the whole one-year anniversary episode was just so overwhelming. The reaction from it, the amount of emails I received, the amount of text messages I received, it, it was just so overwhelming of the over, the, the outpouring of love and affection, uh, how much people loved the one-year anniversary show. It, it was just very overwhelming to me. I loved it. And I just want to say to you guys, you know, if there's one thing I ever felt, I feel like right now, I feel like, you know how Rocky, his trainer, his name was Mickey. That guy was like a no-nonsense, tell-it-like-it-is kind of guy. 
and had no trouble telling you the hard truth when he, when he saw fit to tell you the hard truth. And I feel like that is what I've always been meant to be, that kind of coach, that kind of... And Weight Watchers, the corporation, doesn't really have room for coaches like me. Let's just be honest. They don't, they don't do well. But you come to see me here. You come to listen to me here. And today, it's on my heart to tell some hard truths. And that's what I'm going to do. Because I feel like that's my job. To tell you the hard truth when the hard truth needs to be told. And I'm going to get into that right after this. Don't go anywhere. Hey, Donato. Scott calling from Wisconsin. Just want to wish you a happy anniversary and to the much success that you have experienced with your podcast. Really appreciate all the motivation, inspiration, and encouragement that you've given me and all your listeners this past year. I've listened to every one of your episodes and uh, look forward to many more. If I had to pick one favorite, I guess it's a tie between what I call the middle school years and the man makes the suit. They both kind of have me a little watery-eyed on my walk as I listened. Anyway, happy anniversary. Keep up the great work. And likewise, love you and God bless. Be well now. Bye-bye. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening to The Ranting Weight Watcher. If you would like to connect on social media, we would love to connect with you. On the Weight Watchers Connect app, search for at Ranting Weight Watcher. All of our other social media links can be found at www.therantingweightwatcher.com. You can also email the show, say hello or share your story with us. Send your emails to therantingweightwatcher at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Are you interested in Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise? The Ranting Weight Watcher merchandise store is officially open for business. Head over to www.therantingweightwatcher.com, scroll down past the welcome section to find the link to the merchandise store. Thank you so much for your support of the show. If this is your first time here, and you enjoy the show, please like, share, comment, and subscribe. We are proud to announce that The Ranting Weight Watcher has been rated number 6 in Feedspot.com's Top 10 Weight Watchers Podcasts. Click the link in the show's description if you wish to see the full list. If the podcast app you are listening with allows you to rate the show, please leave a 4-star or 5-star rating, whatever is in your heart to leave. Any rating is greatly appreciated. And now, without further delay, here is the star of the show, Donato Russo. And we are back. Thanks for sticking with me. We ended up getting that voicemail after the show aired. So I decided, you know what, I'm just going to leave this phone line open. And if at any given time, you guys feel like calling and leaving a message and saying how you feel, I will automatically put it on the show. So that phone number is still 505-652-RANT. That's 505-652-7268. If you ever feel like calling, and leaving me a voicemail telling me how much you love the show or telling me you don't like the show. I mean, I, hey, 
I'm, I invite constructive criticism. I have no problem with it. If you're just going to call in just to hate because that's what you feel like doing, you're not going to get on the air. I'm sorry. But if you have constructive criticism and, and you think things should change a certain way, hey, I'll, I'll entertain it and uh, maybe even put you on the air. Uh, but if you want to show your appreciation for the show, you can share it with other people. You can um, uh, rate it on whatever podcast app you're listening on. And you can leave me a voicemail, and I'll play it on the air when it, whenever they come in. During the break times, I will play the voicemails that come in if they come in that week. But I'm here today to talk about some hard truth. I've been watching a lot of people, uh, quite a few people that I know, some of them I don't know, but there seems to be a spiraling out of control going on. And I don't know if people realize it. You know, and, and what I mean by spiraling is like, they keep making the same mistakes over and over again. Right? So... The, the circle starts with being determined and wanting and motivated and all of these things that it takes to have a healthy lifestyle. And then you get results because you're determined and focused and everything. And you feel good about yourself because you got results, because you're determined and focused and everything else. And then you gain confidence because you got results. And then you start to enjoy your success. And then you make some poor choices. And those poor choices quickly send you out of control. You start to spiral and soon find yourself back at determined to get the job done. It makes me crazy when I watch people go through this. Part, in part because I used to be like that. I was one of those people. And it wasn't until this year. I've been dealing with my weight my entire life. You guys, the majority of you know my story. If you don't, if you're new here, feel free to go to the first episode. As hard as it might be to listen because of my inexperience, Listen to the first episode and hear my entire story, if you'd like. But you've become comfortable with zero consistency. You just, you're just winging it. You're going through this circular motion of being determined and all the way back to messing up and then getting back to being determined again. There's no consistency. And the only real thing, I've said it a thousand times, the only thing that separates me this time from all the other times I've attempted to lose weight is consistency. Finding a way to create consistency in my eating, in my tracking, in my weighing and measuring, and in my movement in my activity, creating consistency in all of those things. And I did it one at a time. 
I made commitments to myself. That is the only way to get yourself out of this spiral. And I constantly see them celebrating NSV, NSV, NSV. NSV is non-scale victory in case you don't know. It's like they look for an NSV to celebrate just to get a pat on the back. It's almost like, you know that guy on, you remember the show Maury Povich where a guy is on there because he might be the father of a certain child and he's questioning it and then they go through the whole process of DNA test and you are the father. And at some point in the guy, the guy says something like, oh, I take care of my kids. I take care of my kids. And he, and he wants the people to cheer because he's shouting that. That's something you should be doing. You don't get pats on the back for something you should be doing. And the same thing. I see the same thing happen over and over again. People say, I tracked this week. Hello? You're supposed to. Do you really want success here? Do you really want what you say you want? Do you want that goal weight that you have pictured in your mind? Whatever that number is. Or if it's one of those things where you want to fit into a certain pair of jeans or whatever it is. Do you really want that? Because spiraling out of control, getting back to determined, going out of control again, every time you get a little taste of success, doing that over and over and over again doesn't ever get you to that goal without consistency and needing uh, reassurance for all the things you're already supposed to be doing. Don't be that guy. Don't be the guy that brags about taking care of his kids. Because he's supposed to be. That's his job. Tracking is supposed to be your job. Weighing and measuring is supposed to be your job. Now, can you can you lose weight without moving? You sure as hell can. I did it. So if you feel like you can't move right away, that's okay. But don't mean it doesn't mean that you're not going to hit some wall at some point and need to get moving or decide, hey, this is where I where I exit. Because there's only so far you can go without moving. Once you get to that wall, you know it. Because the only thing that's left, you're doing everything else right. And the only thing that's left that's not there is movement, activity, putting in the work. Do you want what you say you want? Do you want that goal? Well, if you want it, cut the crap and put in the work. Whatever you're not doing, start doing and stop looking for congratulations for doing it. Because if it's the core values of the system you're in, 
and you think you need that's something to brag about, there's a problem there. Get serious. It's time to get serious. I'm going to take a break. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. Nothing can stand in my way because I am an unstoppable force. My challenges crumble in my presence because I am so strong. My insecurities no longer have power over my life because I I am so confident. My mistakes are my choices and I am okay with this because I am so intelligent. The mirror and scale can no longer haunt me because I am so beautiful. I can face any circumstance with unwavering support because I am so loved. The demons of my past can no longer haunt me because I now love myself. All things are possible as long as I believe because God is on my side. I will achieve all of the goals, not if, but when, because I have no boundaries. I am the champion of my story because I do whatever it takes to win. No one can take what I've done away from me because I am the author and the hero of my story. I'm coming. Victory is mine. Because I am enough. sticking with me. Having dealt with COVID, it convinced me I needed to do this episode because I guess in reality I was procrastinating because it's been on my heart to put out this episode for quite some time. So the numbers I'm talking about here are total COVID deaths in the U.S., I believe. 
it's a little hard to understand the website to see exactly how many. It doesn't stipulate. It just shows, well, at the time, eight months ago, the total deaths from COVID was at 617,910. Let's call it 618, just to be, just to have easy math here, okay? But at that same time, there was another number available, which, for whatever reason, I cannot find to get the most current number today. I cannot find it on the CDC website anymore. These numbers were from the CDC website eight months ago. And well, I'm estimating eight months. Maybe it could be nine months. I, I'm not sure. Or maybe it could be six months. I don't know. Let's, let's call it eight months just because that's what I believe it is. I should have wrote the dates when I wrote these numbers down. So I would have more information for you guys. But so 617,910 deaths, we'll call it 618, 618,000 deaths at that time. Current day, we are at 638,689 deaths. We'll call that 639, 639,000. But here's an interesting number. Total number of deaths where COVID is the only diagnosis. Nothing else. At the time, eight months ago, approximately, 9,970 deaths. So let's round that up to 10,000. We'll call it 10,000. What does that tell me? That tells me that the rest of the 608,000 had stuff like hypertension, diabetes, all obesity, all kinds of other issues. And so many of those things, so many of these other issues could easily be taken care of by a healthy lifestyle. Let's look at the numbers for what they are. There is no, there is no, that number no longer exists on the CD. I can't find it anywhere on the CDC website. 10,000 people died COVID only when I checked it and found it originally. But I cannot find that number today to compare it to the 638,000 or the 639,000 total deaths that you see there now. So let's just, for the hell of it, let's double it. Let's double it. Let's say it's 20,000. There is still an astronomical difference And it, if, you look, if you look at these numbers logically, you could see that if you would just live a healthy lifestyle and get rid of all of the other things that you can actually control. You can control diabetes. You can make it so you're not on a diabetic medication ever again. 
You can control high blood pressure. You can make it so that you're not on high blood pressure medication ever again. You can control cholesterol. You can make it so you're never on cholesterol meds ever again. Asthma, no, uh, uh, you're probably not part of this conversation. But if you have asthma and you're also 100 pounds overweight, don't tell me it wouldn't help you to drop 50 pounds. Don't tell me that. Let's be real here. So how many of this 618,000 people, how many of this 639,000 people would still be here if they chose at some point in their life to live a healthy lifestyle, to not allow the food that they love to control them to the point where they had to be on medication. Because we, listen, we live in an an enabling world. You only have to watch TV for 20 minutes to see 140 pharmaceutical commercials and uh, any way possible to uh, allow you to uh, live your poor lifestyle the way you've been living it. Have you seen the diabetes commercial yet where the guy is at a restaurant and he's like, oh, can't eat that. You hear the voiceover guy. He's talking about, oh, you can't eat pasta. Oh, you can't eat this. Oh, you can't eat that. Oh, wait, but stick this thing in your arm that connects to your cell phone so that you can look at your blood sugar at any given moment and decide if you still can make the bad choice. If your blood sugar is low enough, you're allowed to make the bad choice. And don't worry, you, you know your numbers, so you know if you have to have insulin on, on hand. Hello? And there are plenty, plenty of pharmaceutical commercials that talk about cholesterol, high blood pressure, and everything else that you can control with just changing the way you eat. Changing the way you eat. But instead, we'd rather pop a few pills and eat the way we want. Ignoring what these pills can be doing to our body other than that. Because your body was not designed to constantly, just every day, every day, be taking these kinds of medications. What are they doing to your body? What are they doing to your kidneys, your bladder, your everything else? Just so you can have the cake, just so you can have the greasy food, the fried food. We got, we got a, a world where you have gall, gallbladder problems and all you need to do is stop eating fried foods. Instead, they remove it from your body. Ah, you don't need it anyway. And then what do you do? You go right back to eating fried foods. This is the kind of world we live in, an enabling world. You could still do whatever you want. Just pop these pills. And never once did it occur to anybody, what else are these pills doing to my body over a prolonged period of time? I don't care. I want to be able to eat whatever I want to eat. This is the attachment. This is the attachment to food. It's just food. It's just fuel for the body. 
Some of it is bad. Some of it is good. If you could start making consistent good choices and make it so that you, can, you don't have to be on these types of medications anymore, become consistent with a healthy lifestyle. Of course, you can choose pasta once in a while and be on diabetes, have diabetes. If you are eating healthy the majority of the month, and then once in a while you want to have pasta, you think any doctor would say something against that? Especially if you did so well, well enough to get yourself off the medication. Same thing with high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Do you think any doctor would have any? If you did so well that the doctor said, hey, let's try you with no meds. If you did so well, do you think he'd have anything against once a month, once every two weeks for you to, have, to indulge and celebrate, have something indulgent? Of course not. Of course he wouldn't argue against that. Because you came so far, you were on medication that you needed in order to keep living. Meanwhile, God only knows what else it was doing to your body while it was keeping you alive so you can poorly eat. You guys chose me. You come to me every week. You chose me to to tell you the hard truth when you need to hear it. How many of the 618,000 people would still be here? How many of the 638,000 people would still be here if they just lived a healthy lifestyle? Why isn't the CDC and all of these other people, why, they're telling you to stay in your house. They're telling you to wear a mask. They're telling you to do, get a vaccine that's in a testing phase. And you know what? I don't care if you're pro-vax. I don't care if you're against the vaccination. I don't care. I don't care either way how you feel about that. Okay? But they're sitting here telling you, stay indoors, cover your mouth, wear a face diaper, all this stuff. Get a vaccination that's in testing phases. They're telling you to do all that. But never once, never once did it come out of their mouth. Live a healthy lifestyle and you may just have a much better chance at beating this thing. Maybe you don't get it at all if you're just living a healthy lifestyle. Maybe you get it and it's not nearly as bad if you just live a healthy lifestyle. Eat right, exercise, do what needs to be done for your body. Take your vitamins. Say your prayers. You sound like Hulk Hogan now. But, I mean, come on. Let's think about it. Think about it for a second. These pharmaceutical companies, they just want you to feel comfortable. That's it. They make their money if you choose to stay comfortable. If you choose to stay eating the foods, allowing the medication to stay going in your body day after day, 
if that is your primary focus, just so you can eat the food you want to eat, you're their favorite customer. The kind of customer that repeats, that comes back and spends money. That's the kind of customer they want. But if you just live a healthy lifestyle, all of a sudden, they're not making money off you anymore. And who's to say, once you get to the point, if a doctor tells you, you no longer, you did so well, you no longer need to be on medication. What doctor would, would tell you you can't indulge once in a while on the things you love? None of them. Not a single damn one. All you need to do is live a healthy lifestyle. All of those medications could be gone. And how many, how many of the 617,000 people would still be here if they chose a healthy lifestyle much earlier in life? How many? Maybe they still would have gotten COVID. I'm not saying they wouldn't have gotten it. I'm saying that maybe they'd still be here because they weren't dealing with all the other uh, medical issues. And again, I don't care how you feel about the vax, pro-vax, against the vax. I don't care. So don't send me a bunch of emails trying to educate me on the safety of things and everything else like that. Because the, the virus has a 99.7 recovery rate. 99.7% recovery rate. In spite of the deaths. These are real numbers. And if all you needed to do, if all of some of these people needed to do to survive was making sure that they were living a healthy lifestyle when, when it all happened, seems like it just makes you wonder, why aren't they talking about that? Why hasn't once anyone mentioned living a healthy lifestyle would really help you? Like really cut down. I mean, come on. 618,000 deaths, 99, or let's call it 10,000, 618,000 deaths, 10,000 of them are COVID only. 608,000 people died with a bunch of other stuff going on that may be if they just lived a healthy lifestyle, they would still be here. Do you know what the real tragedy in all of this is? None of what I said today is anti-science. Yet, some of you listening will think so and shut me out. None of what I said today is politically driven. And yet, some of you listening will think so and shut me out. This is simply the hard truth. The truth that those that gave their lives so unnecessarily 
may not have had to die in the first place. If they just chose life over the pleasure that food temporarily gave them. But nothing could be said for them anymore. They're gone. You. You are all I have left. And it is to you that I say this. Wake up. How long will you go on popping pills so you can go on living a lifestyle that is unhealthy that you believe makes you happy? How long will you be a willing prisoner? A prisoner to the food that you claim gives you so much pleasure. How long will you allow this delusion to exist in your mind? How long will you go on believing the lies that you tell yourself on a daily basis? So many of the problems you face, high blood pressure, congestive heart failure, diabetes, high cholesterol, etc., etc., etc. They're all curable with a healthy lifestyle. You don't need to be on that medication. If you choose life today, you may just find that that doctor one day looks at you and says, congratulations, you no longer need to be on medication. You did the right thing. Stop dealing in the lies and start dealing in truth. Stop being a prisoner to the life you've chosen. A life that keeps you prisoner to medication. And start living a healthy, a truly healthy lifestyle that can set you free. But this is all up to you. Are you ready to fight? I mean, are you really ready to do the hard thing today so that someday in the future you can do what is easy? Oh, Don, it's too late for me. Oh, Don, it's all over. Lies! All lies. There's still time. You can hear my voice. And as long as you can hear my voice, you can still do something about your life. You can start right now, right this minute. No more procrastinating. No more delaying. No more waiting until Monday. Do it now. Do the hard thing today so that in the future, you can have an easy life. I love each and every one of you. God bless you all.